NHL Fantasy. What do we get? December 9th? Is that the date? Yep. I, b- I believe so. Mm-hmm. That's uh, what it says on the bottom right of my computer. I'm not. Yeah. Mine too. I'm not even looking at the docket right now. Uh, but yeah, December 9th, podcast 180, I believe. Yep. Uh, we get the uh, Pittsburgh-Minnesota game on right now. Uh, Dalvin Cook, game time decision. Big run right there. His <laughs> second big run of the second I, game. I think he's got 60 yards already. He's got, he's got close to it, yeah. 70 yards. Uh, so for those of you who uh, didn't have him in your lineup, sorry. Let's see. I don't know. What else What else we got going on? Top Shelf Fantasy, topshelffantasy.com. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Top Shelf FNTSY. Wow, that was a good run. That yeah. Was a great, great run. I wasn't looking. Now I saw the replay. Now, now you see the replay. We have some news. I know he was on the news. He was in the news. Uh, but what are you drinking? Oh, I have a uh, Autumn by Treehouse. You get something I've never seen before. Yeah, the first time I got it. Brazil. Resilience Brewery Company, uh, Combover. Combover. I'm guessing it's from Buffalo or New York area. It should say it on the can. Yeah, but, but I like there's to- a Buffalo <laughs> on it. I, I like to guess more, and it's from Little to New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> it's too, I was gonna say, wait, that's New Hampshire's uh, uh, symbol. The outline. Oh yeah, it is. Drinking in a Massachusetts glass too. Yeah, you. yeah, it's pretty good. You're very New Englandy today. I am. <laughs> uh, I got a Bud Light. Bud Latte. Oh, I, I just had a kid. Oh, yeah. That's right. Um, yeah. I was off last week. Freaking kid came Thursday. Missed a start since of last week. Thank you. But he came at 6.50. I was telling you guys all day, he's got to come before 7 because you need that hour before to get pushed in the other room. Perfect timing. 6.50 came. Did skin to skin while I was watching the game. <laughs> it was awesome. Uh, we this were, is uh, football. <laughs> we were joking around. You made a uh, you made a comment. You're like, oh, I didn't bring my headphones. <laughs> like I, I was like, are you you fucking kidding me? Like, because knowing you, you probably brought your laptop into the hospital. Well, I did because of work. Because I'm like, you know what? We were going in there because my wife was, you know, I I got cramps, all this shit. I'm like, all right, you know, we'll go in there. But um, that's a daddy. Yep, just Jefferson touchdown. Go in there thinking we're just going to go back home. We actually went to breakfast before we went there because we thought nothing of it. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're not going home. <laughs> so, a couple days early. Just a, oh, I thought it was like a week. but December 6th was the date. December 2nd oh, was the uh, okay when he came. Uh, we didn't announce the name. I don't know if you Oh, Alexander. Uh, there you yep. go. Um, Alexander Hamilton. Yes, Alexander, Alexander Madison, Madison, Alexander yeah. Collins, Milne. Um, <laughs> Alexander Collins. Collins. Yeah. I mean, uh, no, cute, cute dude. How, uh, how big was he? Six pounds, 12 ounces. Okay. Smaller I mean, than my uh, firstborn. It's a decent size. Yeah. Another missed field goal. <laughs> Extra point, too. Good God. <laughs> Uh, all right, we can talk. We can, we can talk about. Football. You want to keep talking about your son? Yeah, How, how's he doing? He's, He's doing, doing wicked good. He is just he pissing sneeze. all over yourself. Oh my god, changing a boy's diaper is a lot different. Like I, I we try to set it up, you know, with like a little piss tent thing, and it doesn't the matter. Piss it, tent? It's, it's walk yeah, me, well, walk me through the. Piss we don't tent. have it yet. We're gonna get it. Oh. Uh, Tyler told me about it. It's just like a little teepee you put down, and it shoots <laughs> up. It shoots up. But I mean, like. At that point, they're so small, they just squirm on the table anyway, so it's going to go everywhere. 
It's just going to collect about, it, yeah. Are you talking about like a Dixie cup that you just like put on the... No, so it's it's like a legit like, little teepee with like cloth on the top, I guess. I don't, you probably just I don't even know if i Like it's like a cone probably. Yeah, how would you cone. change the diaper at that point? You just get your hands in there. Yeah, I, again, I don't even think we're going to use it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it seems like a Scott, lot of Scotty's got a whole room just with like yep, just, yeah, stuff up. Piss everywhere. Uh, I will say, uh, Billy, Billy, Billy was pretty bad. Uh changing his diaper um he just took it he just took the diaper i just i well no the piss in, in oh. the face and I, I just took <laughs> oh, it yeah like so well, yeah uh, at some point it's like your wall is gonna get destroyed it doesn't matter you can paint it you can't paint your face though. well i mean you can't no you can't paint, paint i mean you take a shower i guess yeah that's true um i gotta figure something out to do with this computer this is driving me nuts all right let's talk about some football yeah uh all right some news we got news. Okay, Dalvin Cook, he's active. He's running wild. He's probably going to have a massive game, so there's that. Alvin Kamara's back at practice, so that's positive. Mark yeah, Ingram's on the COVID list, yes. so is in Ty Montgomery, too. So you can so. go there, too. Both other backs are on the COVID list. Tony Jones sucks, so yeah. Kamara should get that massive workload. He's been out, what, four weeks? Yeah, and it was full right away, too. It wasn't even a limited to start. It was mm-hmm. like, nope, you're just going to be out, and then... Your full part. I don't even remember what the injury was. Was it an MCL? His, his knee. Well, I don't know if it, I think he. I think it was reported as a sprained MCL. That's the smart way to do it, and they didn't do that with with other running backs, and with Dalvin Cook being one of them. Um, and that's why he's been kind of hobbled all season long. They just wanted Alvin Kamara to get healthy, but I mean, I don't know why it mattered to the Saints. It doesn't look like they're going to be making a playoff push in in the NFL, but. Hey, it is what it is. Mark Ingram was running well, so let him let him sit. No, well, I mean, yeah, he's not gonna have an option if he's if he's uh, on the on the covids. Uh, yeah, so Julio did return to practice. Um, we'll see what that means. I don't know if you guys have any thoughts. Julio Jones is on free agents, I think, in in both of my leagues. I know, I saw yeah, that. I, I picked him up, and I'm like. I don't even know if I want to play him. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 the same thing with Allen Robinson coming back this week. He's actually one of the sets of mine. It's he's coming back. He's got the name, but people are very forgetful of how poorly both Julio and Allen Robinson have already played this year. Yeah, like I, I, so. I'd rather start um, Westbrook Akini over right. Julio on the same team. Right. At least the guy's been at practice, healthy, involved. and he finishes the games. And Julio yeah. hasn't done that in a long time. And gets along with the coach because he has to. Uh, Chase Edmonds, he's still on the IR, but they've cleared him to practice. Yeah, and, so and I'm starting him in a few leagues. I'm like, can you just take him off that IR spot so I'm not like coming Sunday? I'm like, uh, is he actually going to play or what? Yeah, they so they wait until Saturday now to to take him off the IR thing, which is annoying. I think it's so that they can have that additional player in practice. It's stupid. Well, it's Julio, so too. Practice squad for Julio's technically on the IR still, too. So it's like I have both of them in yeah. a, a lineup, and Yahoo's like, hey, idiot. Two guys in the number IR. So, so yeah, you have roster <laughs> notifications. This, this is a good discussion. Are you playing? Because I have Chase Edmonds. Are you playing Chase Edmonds this week if he plays? In the league I have, my, I have to it's like is it, it one of those things? it's that yeah. or it's like alex collins type player and i'm like i'd rather do the chase one like if he's healthy i think he's gonna be out there yeah i mean my my only you know concern is james connor's obviously been ripping it up all year so but if chase edmonds is out there oh well speaking of uh fumbles i think 
I don't I don't know if it was well okay. He, he looked like he was down. It looked like he was down. Yeah, we'll see. Uh Melvin Gordon's likely to play. Um which good news and bad news. It's good it, news for Melvin Gordon owners, bad news for Williams owners who right. just saw him do really well last week. Yeah. All right. Oh, that's fumble. It mm-hmm. looks like I, I didn't I didn't see the knee or anything. Uh yeah. So Javante <clears throat> Williams had a massive game, so we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, it's, <laughs> all right. So we're in another dynasty league and, um, oh, we can talk about the Russell Wilson trade rumors. Uh, he, uh, apparently shot down the fact that he was going to waive his no trade clause and mm-hmm. said he wanted to play with, with Seattle. So I don't even know what the rumors were that he was going to get traded, but was it, it was the giants were one of them. Um, Denver. Denver was in on every quarterback. And then it was someone else where it's like, I mean, like he goes to the Giants, like, all right, great. Kenny Galladay and Tony, awesome. He goes to Denver, all those guys. Like any team he would go to that he was, you know, talked about wanting to play with, those, all those pieces are just skyrocket. And maybe Russell Wilson can go to a team where he actually can throw the ball more than 20 times a game and not just, you know, run heavy with a shit running back core yeah and at that try and drop back and have more than two seconds of of throwing room like that it it is almost at this point any team is better uh outside of the bottom five teams in the league jacksonville you know houston all them detroit detroit yeah without that outside of them it's almost like any other team right now would be a better better suit for russell wilson i don't think he's playing with effort i think he's not that i'm saying he's completely you know hung it up but he he just there's nothing he can do and you can see it in his facial expressions Mm -hmm. yeah so that's me another huge offseason thing i mean him and deshaun alone are going to be part of so many freaking talk like i say they get it i say they get it out of the way early and go and get one of the jets eagles or giants first round picks that are all in the top 10 just like yeah any one of that any one of those teams just, just trade them off right away get your early pick get a quarterback rebuild i don't think it's a very good quarterback class no it's not but <laughs> the seattle seahawks are not a very good team either yeah I mean, they, they, need, they need to do something they may be sucking for for a while uh well we'll we'll keep our eyes on that uh my fantasy team could use 2020 russell wilson which would have been nice he was nice he, uh, he was good so. at, the, at the game of football and fantasy. Yeah, it was a uh, uh, first half mvp last year good Good fantasy, and then good, they said, "You know what? Let's run the ball more." <laughs> point maker yeah. of the of the ball. Uh, <laughs> Tom, just English, please. <laughs> so, well, that's how I feel every time uh, Mango and Jeff tell me how good Jared Goff is. He's a thrower <laughs> of the football, and David Montgomery is a great runner of the of the football. Oh, I thought it was just because we're stupid idiots. No, well, that's no. It's, it's, it's been it's, a running joke about Mango and Jeff for the longest. You're just getting this now. No, the stupid idiots thing was the vote that we had on uh, the weekend. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. We are dumb idiots. Um, we don't know anything. And we speak good. Uh, so we're in another dynasty league, and, and uh, Dickie's like, oh, so, yeah, it was between uh, starting both Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison or playing Tevin Coleman, uh, him and Scotty in another league. And I was like, why, why is it ever a question of Tevin Coleman? So Tevin Coleman makes our news this week, and I'm looking, I'm like, this is non-news. Like, nobody's starting this guy. Uh, but he didn't practice on Thursday. Um, Concussion. I mean, the, 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 the last two weeks, he's gotten you eight and nine points. Fine. 
Flex but that's play. not gonna that's not gonna help you win your matchup usually. I mean, you can get a bunch of guys that can get you that in the frequency. But yeah, um, we didn't start him, thank God, <laughs> because he's probably not gonna play. I mean, not like Madison's doing anything either. But I think that's just the better play, anyways. So Tevin Coleman's likely out this week, which mean uptake for Ty Johnson. I think that's the only one back there besides that other Walter guy, whatever his freaking name is. Yeah. I don't Wally Walterson. I'm, Wally Walterson. A, I'm, a, I'm staying away from the Jets. Uh, Debo working on the side. Uh, for the so, first time today. Yeah, so it's not pointing in the right direction. It's not. I mean, and, and, well, and, I mean. And I, re- and, I, and, I, and I cut you off only because I'm super pissed about it. Because I need him to play. Not because I... Uh, and just don't have other players to play. But because if I don't get him to play, that means I'm going on stage in a couple of weeks, and Ooh. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to crack some really shitty jokes. <laughs> Cannot wait well, for that. I'm, I'm gonna go. Point. Yeah. Well, I I hope so. I hope everybody goes. Uh, maybe we'll in, we'll invite the shelfies. So I'll, I'll so, live stream it. Mm-hmm. I'll put it on the podcast. If, and we'll if have it forever. If you're confused, last place in in our in our uh, one of our fantasy football leagues would be having to do open mic night at a comedy club. And I am in that picture somehow with Saquon, CEH, Debo, like just a house of a team in my opinion, but it was a two quarterback league. And that's where I went well, wrong. You also... Is I was starting Jimmy Garoppolo and Zach Wilson for the last four weeks. Do it. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll do it. You can uh, have the best RB and wide receiver, but if you don't have a top, at least one top 10, top 12 quarterback, it's, it's very hard to get out of there. I mean, I had Amari Cooper. I had... I mean, there was there was a point in a DJ Moore. I was like, there's a point where like my team was probably the best I'd ever seen on paper. Now, on paper, it means nothing because they were all hurt all year. There was no quarterbacks. Like, it was just a shit show. But last place, I really gotta would deal with last place. Come on, Debo. Should make you uh, come on, Debo. How how important quarterbacks? Yeah, are. so he's he's likely out. I mean, when he got hurt too, we kind of said it's a probably a two week injury. So it's probably going to be. A they said weeks. one to two weeks to get my hopes up, and so that I get even more oh, anxious. It's it's the NFL, of course. Going to say that. Oh, and it's also my good buddy Kyle Shanahan fucking me over once again. Mm-hmm. We need to get off the this. The fo- well, let's let's we'll we'll talk about two other Elijah Mitchell, and uh, he's he's still in concussion protocol. Jeff Wilson's back at practice, though. Your boy. You you well, need to you need to stop drafting San Francisco people. I exactly, and I swore that as soon as <laughs> and I so I told Scott this in in text message. I was like, I'm done with that. I don't want to deal with it anymore. I'll deal with it. I'll uh, take that burden. Go for ahead. a couple of years. <laughs> take it on. You know why? Because you got Elijah Mitchell. That's yeah. why. Yeah. So because I got all the other running backs. So he is a concussion and a knee injury. <laughs> like in the leagues I have him, I've pretty much already clinched. I'm like just. Just sit Mitchell. Don't don't put him out there. Like he had a concussion like the second quarter. He had like twelve more carries than next day. Like, oh yeah, I probably should have taken him out. Like, that's, are you serious? <laughs> that's the crazy part. And not even that, he's like he has concussion, so he probably he's like, Oh, I don't know what booms I'm gonna use. So he fucks his knee up. Like just He was <laughs> so bad. He was noticeably you, you have Jeff Wilson too, like get get that guy ten carries yeah. if Mitchell's like he can do it. Yeah. And then I, I think I think Hasty, I don't know if Hasty was Hasty healthy was last active week. last week. He too. was active, yeah. So yeah. Um and it was funny, it was Elijah Mitchell I saw it, out cold. Like it was easy to see. His arms tensed up. He fumbled the football, I'm pretty sure, on that play. Like he did. I, and they go, Oh no, no, he's fine, he can go back in. It's like, No, no, he's not. What are we doing here? He's not okay. 
Uh, Elijah He's Moore uh, did not practice on Thursday. Correct. Um, not looking so good. More, not, not more reason good. to hate the Jets. Uh, oh, Zach Wilson got me 18 points last week, and I'm happy about it. Yeah, uh, so bad. All, all the Giants wide receivers are hurt again. Uh, Tony uh, didn't practice on Thursday. He practiced. He left. He was pulled from practice with a new oblique injury. <laughs> oh, that's. Oh, okay. So, so the DMP well, isn't really a DMP. Yeah. Well, I mean, like pulled, he was very questionable yeah. anyways, and then he's working on the sideline. That's not. And he's pulled sign. from the sideline with the oblique. Shepard and, and Galladay are progressing that they will play. Um, don't know who the quarterback is. Might be Mike Lennon. Might be Jake Fromm. I think it's I, Jake Fromm. Actually, I think that they had said that Daniel Jones is not cleared. Mike Lennon is also either hurt. So Mike Lennon is trending in the right direction. I saw it today. Oh, okay. grossly because I have him in a dynasty league. It's it's disgusting. But I'm I still not going to play I, him. I thought I had heard early on that Joe Judge said that Jake Fromm should be the starter this week. Mm-hmm. But I, I could. It doesn't. It, I think in a day it doesn't really matter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're not confident really with anybody. In I'm probably more confident with Mike offense. Mike Lennon than Fromm. Um, well, well, yeah, maybe that's yeah. Fromm, but I don't know. I just, Jake, Jake Fromm's just a little funny uh, inside joke. Anytime you play him in Madden, he turns out to be fantastic. Does he really? Yes. It's because his mom's hot. So <laughs> I mean, it's true. And we'll post her picture on Twitter. <laughs> no, no, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be served if we do that. <laughs> then we're doing something right. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is true. Uh, Darren Waller is still not practicing, so that's not good uh, for Darren Waller owners. Uh, I don't know how Foster Moreau did. Three point nine points. Yeah, not not great. I didn't win dart throw with that. No, you didn't play him. You played. Uh, we played running backs. I I had Moreau oh, as a sleep. Did. You might have had him as a, as I, a sleeper too. I had him as a start. Hmm. Yeah. What, yeah. Whatever you did, it was incorrect. Unfortunately, because I also started him in the same league that I started Deshaun Jackson, and that I'm also probably going to go on stage for. Well, you, I mean, you would think that you would think that. Uh, <laughs> You know, he'd get some of those targets. Uh, Cup and Henderson were both limited. I'm not so concerned about Cup. I'm concerned about Henderson, uh, especially coming off of the active no-touch uh, So I'm pretty sure they, they play Monday night, if I'm correct. So They, so they play Monday night against Today Arizona. was more of a, since they play a day later, it was more of a walkthrough. So this is kind of like if they were to play full, they would be, you know, limited. So tomorrow will be a lot more, um, we'll know a lot more if they you know get back on the field or not on friday yeah so keep an eye out for that tony pollard could be a game time decision so he's got something going on it's so he tore his it was that big spring yeah it was a big 54 yard touchdown run last last thursday now yeah um i didn't really hear about this until like either today or even like late yesterday like oh he's a game time i thought he i thought he came out fine but yeah it's been a, a full week now not only that it was like whatever limited practice and they're like yeah i don't know he like tore something in his foot what i'm like just a little something just a little you know do you mean that foot he needs to run the ball yeah he's fine he's fine yeah i mean the list frank injury that's the that's the notorious greg olson yes julio jones aj green Green, foot, foot injuries uh, well, that's not good. Well, it's great if you're a Zeke owner. I think and, it's uh, good if you're a Zeke yeah. owner, yeah. I think it's what Makai Becton has, too, which is why he's played like three snaps in his career. Uh, and uh, last little bit of COVID news. Mr. Keenan Allen tests positive and drags Mike Williams down with him. Yeah. Uh, well, Mike Williams tested negative. He's just on the COVID list because of close contact. But Keenan Allen tested positive. And we were just talking about this. If it's 10 days from the, uh, see, this is where Corey's nice. Corey just looked this up. 
Yeah, um, you, you, you can talk smart and be like, technically, like, well, I, I know the rules. But he's anyway, a, he's you're a gonna, rules analyst. You're gonna have to keep an eye out for it because I'm pretty sure it's ten days, regardless if you test positive. But I don't know if it matters if you're vaccinated or not. I, I, I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah. Knows? I would expect to be without Keenan. I mean, Allen fucking Amari Sunday. Cooper was out for two games. Like schmuck. Uh, three. Speaking of Amari Cooper, what about him? Do starts and stits? I'm starting Mark oh. this week. Oh, that's Star Thrill. We'll get to that later. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm starting Mari Cooper this week. Uh, I don't know. I feel great about it, but he's got a solid matchup against Washington. You don't have Tony Pollard, who I mean, Tony Pollard was getting a bunch of snaps and a bunch of plays specifically designed for Tony Pollard. He was getting some targets. A lot of yeah, actually a lot of targets. Uh, Amari Cooper has really in the last five six weeks. He's been unstartable. I mean, he got five points last week. Like he has not played well. I I I like him against the divisional opponent in Washington. I these divisional games at home make me want to start some of these players a little bit more because they they're just gonna want to beat the hell out of each other. I think where did this random matchbox car come from? Uh that happened when the beer fell. Okay. Right. My backpack. Oh, what? Are you... Wait, it's in your backpack. <laughs> it was. Yeah. I thought it was part of like one of like the random Christmas gifts laying around. No, so, I just thought that was so funny. You, I looked, you like I looked over Cooper? And I was like, what the hell, Cooper? So uh, yeah, so I like Amari Cooper. I'm, well, I'm looking over and I'm like, what the hell is this orange thing on my floor? Uh, so yeah, so I'm starting Amari Cooper this week. I know a lot of people probably don't want to, um, but I feel confident starting him. So. Well, that's good. A guy I'm confident in starting after uh, a little bit of an injury going on is Kareem Hunt this week against Baltimore. You might think that that's a little crazy because Baltimore is kind of a tough matchup. But let me just uh, remind you what happened in exactly one year ago today, or one year ago this week, week 14, Cleveland versus Baltimore. It was the game Lamar Jackson (laughs) had to go run off and poop. It was when... um, uh, Nick Chubb and Cream Hunt both scored two they, touchdowns each. They all each. scored a, a hundred points that week, didn't they? It or, was or combined, combined for because um, Kareem Hunt went over a hundred all purpose and two touchdowns, and same with Nick Chubb. So both of them, it was combined for two hundred thirteen all purpose yards, four touchdowns by the running backs. So oh. I'm hoping history repeats itself. That's what I'm going off of. The base of this is because it's a divisional matchup. Playoff implications are on the line for for Cleveland. They're six and six. They need the win. I think they're going to do everything they possibly can with this running game. And I think Kareem Hunt's going to be heavily involved. I hope so. 26 points. The old poop gate. That's right. Poop gate. Um, I'll do Dow's real quick. Kyler Murray. um, Tough matchup against the Rams, but Kyler is always good. I mean, what he can do with his feet alone. I mean, last week he had 170 passing yard. Sucks. But two rushing touchdowns. So, bing, bada, boom. The Jalen Hurts of the NFC. They're oh, both. That's they're, so rude they, to say. They're Kyler both. In, they're so both better. The, they're both in the NFC. <laughs> like I just that just dawned on me. But yeah, well, Kyler, I'm just. I'm just. Okay. Yeah, I'm I think just, he's a little like he's like an MVP type player. Yeah, Jalen like, Hurts Ky- is like Kyler Murray was on pace for number one no, but, quarterback before he got hurt. You know. I, I, I mean, and he was one last it, week. It was a bit of sarcasm. Like I'm not. You son of a. Bitch. I'm gonna tear your head off. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, that's how I feel. So I'm sorry, J- J- Jalen Hurts. I, I don't care if he's on a bye this week. No. Um. <laughs> he's that fucking good. He's, he won't get you negative points. A guy that could, 
that I'm going to start as Cam Newton. You're starting him. I'm starting him. I'm starting Cam Newton. Um, Put him out there. We saw Tell what he me did. why. We saw what he did before the bye week. Horrible. He got benched. It was a it was a ter- it was a horrific outing, but he played Miami, a better defense as of late than the week before that. Washington, a horrific defense. He got twenty, I think twenty six, twenty eight fantasy points. Was that the I'm back game, or was that the game after that? Game after that. This, yeah, so the tore, I'm back was yeah. yeah. Um, this week he plays the Falcons, who are the worst against opposing quarterbacks. Game needs a very, very cake easy matchup to have a good game, and that's this week. If there's a, a last week to start Cam, it's this week. Then he's going to get benched in the first quarter, probably. But after bye week, maybe they you know put some something together. Um, I mean, you got DJ Moore, use him. Well, you also, <laughs> I mean, Robbie Anderson, he's got his feet too. I mean, Cam's. Cam's always been good fantasy wise in positive matchups. I mean, it's a division opponent too. Yeah. That I mean, it's, he's a, over it's the same over, thing so. we saw with Taysom Hill last Thursday. Horrible game, got twenty five plus, absolutely points. horrible, over right. hundred hundred rushing yards, and then it was that big four picks. bomb to yeah Deontay. four picks. Yeah, had he had those four, he would have had a top five quarterback day. It's Unreal. He's still top three. There's only <laughs> no, nah, he was not still top three that week. He was like twenty eight. Yeah. 26, 28. I think it's like Brady, Kyler, maybe Herbert, then him. Disgusting. Very yeah. gross. Uh, all right. Our sits. I'm sitting. Uh, so I want to sit the the Detroit backfield. Um, I'm assuming that Swift is not playing. So he's still been limited or has We did practiced. miss that in the news. I was just going to say, yeah, we missed should, that in the news. I think it was more or, le- more or less because they had said right away it was like a three to four week injury, and I don't think he's playing. So... It looks like it's going to be Jamal Williams. It, that that is probably where I would lean right now. Is that the the start is going to be Jamal Williams? But he plays Denver, and I like Jamal Williams. I think he's a good running back. I don't think that he's a good enough running back to overcome the Denver Broncos. And while the Lions are playing decent football, Denver Broncos have a, a solid defense as it is they're a run first team they want to take they they want to slow the game down they want to possess the ball for a majority of the game and they're they're just i mean it's it's a below average to really bad offense that that the lions have so i just kind of want to sit jamal williams i have to start him somewhere because he's a running back that's gonna get volume so i get it (laughs) but if you have the luxury of not having to have him in your lineup i i wouldn't and and that's just kind of where I'm going with that. So, uh, so yeah, that that's who that's who I'm gonna sit this week. Jamal Williams. I'm sitting a guy who has um, plenty of the opportunity now. He's the clear RB one for this team, but it's the Buffalo Bills, and the RB one for Buffalo Bills has still not played that well. Josh However, Allen? Josh Allen. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. If that's the case, then I'm sitting the RB two for the team. <laughs> um, no, Devin Singletary. I could say the same for Zach Moss, Matt Breida, but I, I don't think it, it matters to even mention because uh, Devin Singletary has been the one, not even just the 1A, he's taken it over. Moss has been inactive sometimes. Breida has uh, just been competing with that RB2 role. Um, Devin Singletary had 10 rushing attempts last week, 15 the week before, which is you know fairly good opportunity for a guy that was splitting the backfield. However, they just played a game where there shouldn't have been passing even happening because of the, how bad the wind was yet. They didn't even want to rely on the run enough where they only gave their lead running back 10 carries. So it, it's just 
not something that I can really even hang my hat on. Um, you know, even though he's the RB one, especially going up this week with you know probably a tough, a much tougher opponent in Tampa Bay uh, than the the Patriots. I mean, the Patriots have been able to get run on, but Tampa hasn't. And we're talking below five points. I think is where we're going to go with Devin Singletary this week. All right. Uh, Corey's sit is Zeke. Um, I mean, it's probably if Tony Pollard is active, I think Dow's might change this uh, sit. But as of now, it's it's more of that. Tony Pollard look great, so they're gonna use him more if he, if Pollard's is healthy. Zeke might get you eight to nine, eight to ten, and even if Zeke gets you ten, that's still you know the sitable. RB one, like he, like he's not going to win you the matchup. The, the deal too is, I mean, even with Tony Pollard sitting, I mean, Zeke looked really bad, uh, and what I mean really well, bad, like he's been hurt. He, he's that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. he looked hurt, and yeah. it was noticeable, and that's why we saw more of Tony Pollard. So even if Tony Pollard's sitting, he he has a case to say that Zeke should be sat too, um, because he's just not going to be relied upon. And that's where I think you go back to the passing game and starting Amari Cooper is is probably the better move in that that game. Just mm-hmm. passing, less rushing. All right. Um, my set of the week is Tyler Boyd. Uh, he had a pretty good week last week. I think he had like twelve ish points. But at end of the day, I mean, it, it's he's a third wide receiver on the Bengals. Um, T Higgins ha- has showed up. You know. The last two weeks, he's he's, 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 he's shot, shot up ten spots, blown in the up. Yeah, yeah. Um, while Jamar Chase is kind of taking a little dip, he, Chase had a you know pretty bad drop last week. But end of the day, you know, if you want to win games, you're giving the ball to Jamar Chase first. You're giving the ball to Higgins second, Joe Mixon or Mixon first. Like there's three guys ahead of him on the offense, and then Boyd's there. Boyd's a fantastic player, I think. Great for Joe Burr to have that. Th- third wide receiver on the team but for fantasy i just don't think he's gonna get you the 13 points he got you last week how would you feel if t higgins didn't play though because there's a chance he doesn't with the knee injury son of a bitch um ankle injury sorry no i still sit him yeah <laughs> as i roll my eyes no no i know and and i just i i would have thought um i think t higgins plays i just i'm a little little well nervous the that he the, uh, the benefactor of when higgins missed time earlier this season was cg uzama Exactly. That it wasn't even Tyler Boyd. Yep. I mean, I don't know. He's that. a sit, damn it. No matter what, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Jamar Chase could be hurt. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Uh, so it it is like four minutes into the second quarter, and uh, Delvin Cook has eighty eight rushing yards. He's fantastic. He's so good. He's just it does nothing. Nothing faces the guy. And I just think the game time decision was just a big. Fu to, huge because clearly the dude's healthy. Where does Dalvin Cook go uh, next year? First round, top five. People, no, people are going to make the case for him to be one on one. One on one, huh? Absolutely. I mean, he's I, not my one on one. I still want to do my. One. I mean, my one on one is going to be JT. Mine's still JT. JT I yeah. think JT, uh, Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, maybe. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be a case. I mean, Najee Harris is going to be a case too. It's not one on one, but very high up there. Najee Harris has had a terrible season. That line is so well, bad. I wouldn't terrible. S- he, well, they, top, he had a lot. He's had RB a lot of opportunity. No, 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 no. The 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 offensive line is terrible. Oh, oh yeah, that's, oh, that's what horrible. I was saying. Oh, I mean, his yards per carry are Trent Richardson rookie year. Uh, S. Oh yeah, which is he still puts a number. 
Is it under three yards? Uh, it's, it's close to three. It's, it's he had that one game that didn't he have like 22 like targets or something like that? Yeah, he had like a <laughs> 19, ridiculous 19, game 19, where he had yeah. a ton of that's, targets. That's where my head yeah, goes. Yards per carry, 3.6. That's better. not good. No, that's not good for the NFL. It, it's not, Bad. but it's better than... Is that Madison? No, no that's Cook. No, that's Cook. That's so, Cook. crazy. So, Cook's over 100 yards and a touchdown already. I mean, it, it's, it's only been 20 minutes of is football. Is Pittsburgh uh, even trying? Like, it does not dude, look like they've Pittsburgh, been on the field at all. It, if I was Mike Tomlin, I would I think be... two, three announce um, since the Vikings scored first. Jesus. The, the fumble. Big Ben fumbled. Chase fumbled. Chase fumbled, fumbled. yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean... It's, I'd be livid if yeah. I was Tomlin right now. Livid on the defense. They haven't. They haven't left the field. <laughs> this team is such a shit show. Like they need to get off Ben. I don't. Th- I mean, whatever. They're they're a disaster. Uh, all right, sleepers. I'm going with Jalen Guyton. Uh, for the sole reason that um, Keenan Allen's out. Jalen Guyton. And I don't know if anybody noticed this in the game. Like he was all over the field and he was being targeted like crazy. He only ended up with four official targets uh because i know a couple of the targets that he had got called back but he was all over the field with keenan allen and mike williams on the team so or on the field as well so i'm curious to see how guyton plays with keenan allen likely not on the field and and you know we could we take you throw out the name josh palmer yeah you can you don't have him so no I'm yeah i mean you could you he's could more of a dart throw than than Guyton right, is. and if and if, if uh, Mike Williams is out too, I mean Guyton, him. I wish we did tight ends. This would have been another week. I would have picked uh, Donald Donald Parham, but, uh or or Cartman? Kyle uh, Kyle Granson. I'm like he's him. he's had a few targets at last. Kyle Granson, yeah, yeah, that's the one thing. So Indy just has so many tight ends to throw. They have so many. <laughs> They're the new t- Texas where it's like, do you need all these? Tight ends, like yeah. yeah, they do. They do. Yeah, Frank, Frank Reich <laughs> loves Texans tight ends. ends. <laughs> loves tight ends. I, I mean, we'll see what happens, but yeah, sleeper. All right, so my sleeper is Jamison Crowder, um, and that's similar reasoning is that Elijah Mormonite up play and Corey Davis has been out. Um, Zach Wilson showed up a little well, you know, last week. You know, had eighteen fantasy points. You know, he he looked fine. Didn't uh, didn't do anything crazy stupid. Um, they're playing New Orleans, where anything can happen. I, you know. Tyson Williams is starting a, a Tyson Hill, Taysom Hill. Taysom, <laughs> they're they're there all over go. the place right now. Tyson, um, he's starting. He could have four interceptions. I mean, the Jets could have the ball a lot more. You know, who really knows what's going to happen? It's going to be a wild game. Um, but I will say that the Jets will pass, and Jameson Crowder is going to be the number one wide receiver on the field that time. Um, yes, Keelan Cole is coming back. Um, which I think helps because Keelan Cole doesn't do the same thing, but uh, Jameson Crowder does what Elijah Moore came in to do. Uh, if Crowder, you know, didn't play uh, this year, you know, he did have to restructure his contract in order to stay with the team. So uh, that slot guy is going to work out pretty well uh, this week against, you know, again a, a team that's let up a lot uh, passing wise. So Jameson Crowder, good to go. All right, and Dow's sleeper is Marcus Callaway. Um, so is Janta Harris suspended this week? This son of a bitch. Yeah, three, he, he's, he's got fu- three weeks, I think. He, uh, yeah, so, yeah, but so I mean, that's from the DUI. Like, I'm surprised that, like, usually those are like, hey, beginning of next season, take three weeks off. Like, but I think what happened like, was, time. I think this is what happened was, is it happened 
probably in the off season, and then they finally got around to reviewing it and suspending. Oh, yeah, you're right. It was like a week or two right before the season started. Yeah, yeah. Goodell put in a waiver claim for Deontay Harris after his big blow up game and didn't get Deontay Harris. So then he pulled the dicky and suspended Deontay Harris, so that owner <laughs> mm-hmm. couldn't couldn't no, play him. Yeah, right. Right. Well, he's playing against him. Yeah. Good God. Um. My sleeper of the week is Marvin Jones. <laughs> did we did we even say Dowses? Oh, we talked uh, about Deontay Harris. No, no, yeah, no, no. Yeah, it's Marcus uh, Callaway. 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 Okay. Um, mine is Marvin Jones Jr. And my write up, I say, you know, I, I'm working with my therapist with this. Um, he's killed me this entire season. He had a great first five weeks, wide receiver seventeen, and then. Trevor Lawrence happened. Urban happened. Like him and Chanel, it's it's not their faults. Like they're on a team that's horrible. Luckily, I'm not starting him in any league. But I'm just saying, if he's going to do it against someone, it's Tennessee. Their cornerbacks are horrible. And if there is one week where Marvin Jones blows up at the end of the season like he always does, it's this game. And then that's it. Then don't start him ever again. Um, I thought Dow's sleeper was MVS. No, his it was it was. We can switch. Yeah. We we can switch him. Our no, dart throws now. I yeah. I just wanted to call out Dows. Yeah. So well, <laughs> th- we when we talk about dart throws, Dows has MVS as a, as a dart throw. Uh, hey, which, da- which, hey Dows, he had combined thirty five fantasy points the last two weeks. You schmuck. I'm starting him. And with confidence in the league. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, maybe we'll switch it. Maybe MVS is a sleeper and Marquez Callaway's is his dart throw. Callaway is sucked. And Callaway and Matt Breida are, are going to fantasy blind me for the rest of my life. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to throw So are the Saints wide receivers like your San Francisco or my San Francisco running backs? I just like Marquez Callaway. I really don't like any anybody else on that team, uh, especially without Jameis. Uh, dart throws, you won. So you picked wide receiver. I don't know how I won because I thought I was done by Kenny Nwango or whoever it was that you picked. I thought I was going to have a good game. I picked um, uh, who did I pick? Oh, Ahmed. Yes, Salvan um, Ahmed. Yes, I thought he was going to have a good game. So he started out like, oh, yeah, I guess I got two carries, right, ten yards, and then that was like it. Then he had like a carrier for like eight yards and then I cannot pronounce the guy that I picked, but it's the Detroit Lions backup running back. Backup backup. Backup backup, but well no, he's the yes, he's the backup backup. Well, from but, people's minds you think Jefferson is is the behind but he's Williams. Not. Yeah. But but I even I mentioned that in my my write up because they were using um the guy that I had chosen because I, I honestly I cannot cannot say it. I'll I'll try it. It's Iguabuki. Uh, Godwin Iguabuki was was the guy that ended up getting um, uh, thirty one total total yards. Yep. Oh, Big Ben is down, and he is hurt. Could be the best thing for uh, everyone on the team for everybody. He got nailed. That this sad. line is so you bad. Know, it's it's we're we're watching some some big big teams of the 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 twenty ten to twenty twenty uh, area that decade just really blow it up i mean it's got 39 yards out of pittsburgh seattle seahawks absolutely blow ass i mean there's there's a changing of the guard in the nfl right now yeah there is patriots there's tom brady still leading the <laughs> yeah NFL i mean AFC, well, the though. patriots we were never gone um 
Uh, it was just like that Matt Castle game. And everyone shut off the podcast. <laughs> did you uh, Did you talk about your, your actual dart throw or just your dart throw from last, year, last uh, week? Last week. Um, you didn't mention yours this week. Oh, you want me to go first? Fine. It's DJX. DJX had a uh, Thanksgiving Day turkey leg kind of day, 102 yards in a TD. When we picked uh, the, the turkey day DJ, uh, dart throw, I... After I picked whoever I picked, I was like, oh, DJX would have been a good one. But I totally forgot that he was even on the Raiders in that kind of... That was fun. a I, very I kind of good dart throw hate, week. I hate the Raiders. It was. I think th- I three of us had... Um, you went, yeah, you kind of... I, think, I, I had think, double-digit points that week. You <laughs> were t- I think you had like 14. I had like 16 in Dallas at like 9 or 10. Like that never happens. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. Oh, I, I had Gabe Davis then. But yeah. Yeah, three guys with double digits. Uh, and I'm going with D-Jax to get double digits again against KC. It, I mean, probably yeah, get you three. Mine is win. mine yeah. is. Um, a, Be happy if he gets a couple targets. A force of will. Denzel Mims is my my dart throw of the week. Um, while in some circumstances, I don't want him to do well for dynasty purposes. That's a whole other thing. Denzel Mims might be able to get his career back on track this game. Corey Davis being out, Elijah Moore being out. That's where I'm going with this. Hopefully, Denzel Mims at least gets five catches. Let's go. Let's go five catches, and maybe he can get his career back on track. If yeah. if that, I don't know he, if he's he on needs, the team next year. He needs five targets to get five <laughs> catches. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Does is Marquez Callaway? His sleepers MVS. His dart throw is Marquez Callaway. Scotty, who are you? Checking um, Byron Pr- Pringle. Uh, Screw Pringle it. Man. I mean, someone in the Chiefs might have a big play besides Tyreek. Could be Harbin, but all year it's been either Pringle or Robinson. So Pringle, fuck it. Fuck it. Let's do it. This is short. This is a short pod so far. Do we want to do the reflection thing? Might as well. Yeah, just toss right. it in there. These are my reflections. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> That's why I wrote it. <laughs> specifically in my mind when I wrote down. These are my reflections. You should have told Tommy. Well, R. Kelly's. He, he could have tossed these are my a little, confessions. Um, R. Kelly in there. I knew he wasn't going to be able to do it. We, yeah, I mean. No offense. I knew you were just busy. Oh, well, I mean, you walked in and I had the music blasting and I was coding and talking to myself. I can only imagine. But yeah, yeah I, but I was a little busy. To reflections? Again, again. <laughs> these are our reflections. <laughs> uh yeah, so it, this is just a little thing I want to do towards the end of the the end of the uh, season and kind of going into next year and just some things. I mean, maybe we'll do this you know a couple more times before the uh, before the season wraps up. But uh, it's funny. So I mean, every year I look back and I go, okay, what what could I have done differently? And it's not even specifically like, oh, I wish I looked at this player differently or looked at that player differently. This year in our Antoine League, I had a lot of strong players on buys in weeks 12, 13, and 14, and I think our trade deadline's week 10 or week 11 or something like that. I think it was week 11 we did it because of the extra game. Because of the extra game. So what I did not do at the deadline was say, oh, I'm two games out of first, I've got 50% of my team's buys coming up. I should try and trade those players to the teams at the top of the league and then get myself players that could substitute in, like similar players, like 
Jonathan Taylor is pretty much untradeable, but a guy like Kareem Hunt, I probably could have gone and, and traded to somebody else, except I, I traded him to you, and I was waiting for him to come off the injury so but, I could play him. But it took a weeks longer than you thought. <laughs> it, t- it took a So I, I, you know, one of the things that I think will be interesting next year and in a savvy way to maneuver around is if you're down a game, two games or something like that, go and trade, you know, maybe the, the Jonathan Taylor for two guys that can come in and, and give you, you know, the same level of success. Cause if you took Jonathan Taylor and you went to the guy and was like, who has Austin Eckler and was like, let me get Austin Eckler and like, Miles Sanders or something. That Give guy's probably not going to say no. Give me your two best players. You wouldn't want Jonathan Taylor over Austin Eckler and some other... Like, no, I would. No, I'm saying if I'm the Jonathan Taylor owner, I'm going to someone else and be like, give me your two best players. Right. I think they'd do mm-hmm. it. Well, it's the same right. thing of Derrick Henry was healthy and had a week because, 13 by. Because like, it's... And, and, I, and I get what you're saying and I, and I, and I like it. Um, never thought of it that way because it's bizarre to try and trade away one of the best players in fantasy football at that time. It's bizarre. You had Derrick Henry not but get if you hurt. Made wins like, and that's yeah. But well, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think it's just I wish I did that earlier. Now our league's a lot different because the three people in first place pay absolutely no attention. Scotty manages one of their lineups. Tyler never pays attention. It's a joke. The, I don't know what has happened with. Oh, so with, you're saying there's Tully. an opening? Uh, in the, in the, there what, might be. I, there, I think I, I'm trying to push it to a 12 team super flex. Putting on the knocking, oh, knocking oh, on the oh, door oh, for a while. Yeah. <laughs> I love the super flex. Um, Break the ceiling. So anyway, so that's Giant. that's I think one of my my reflections. Iman. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who wants to go next. I can go next. Yeah, you can go next, Rick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had a song playing in my head all year. One, nothing's wrong with me. Two, something's <laughs> got to give. <laughs> Is a San Francisco backfield. No, I just I was pounding my head against the wall all season long, and I know everyone feels this way because, and it's probably every, every year we say it even more. Oh, this is the worst year for injuries. Oh, it's the worst year for injuries. Um, my reflection on what I did worked while it still was not positive. I had handcuffed all my good running backs from the beginning of the year and never dropped them. I missed out on some people on waivers, but I don't think I regret it because I played Devin Booker a lot over Saquon. I played uh, Daryl Williams a lot over CEH because I had to. Um, you know, I have now Tony Pollard playing with Zeke at the same time because of that injury going on. Um, uh, J- Jamal Williams over DeAndre Swift the last couple of weeks. Like every single one of those running backs that I had that I was successful with were backup running backs. And that's what my team was this year. And had I not done it, I would have been Owen, you know, 13 at this point. Um, that's just something that we've talked about in the past. You know, wait f- to get your handcuffs later on, but, you know, always have your handcuffs on your mind. Um, and, and I think I would continue to do it again next year because running backs were at such a premium all season long anyway. I mean, I could go down the first 20 running backs and I could count maybe 15 of them that missed time this year, um, including the one we're watching right now. Um, and and that's, that's my biggest reflection, but it's, again, I've been pounding my head against the wall because it's like, I, I feel like I did the right thing, but I also did not succeed. <laughs> so, well... So I w- I just want to pick you up back off that real quick because this was something else I wanted to bring up was one thing I did this year was I tried to 
identify what teams I thought were like elite offenses and want as many pieces of it. Next year, we have to do the idea of not only are you a good running back, but is that system a good running back system and buy the system. Don't buy the running back, right? Like don't, you don't want to buy. So Jacksonville's a a good example of this, right? You don't want to buy Travis Etienne and just buy Travis Etienne. You want to buy Travis Etienne and James Robinson because if Etienne goes down, now you have James Robinson. You want to do the same thing with, you know, uh, Detroit and uh, the Giants. But you look at some of those those other teams, like the Chiefs, right? CH goes down. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of a crapshoot yep. between Daryl Williams. Well, I guess it really wasn't that much of a crapshoot. But you know Darryl what I mean? Didn't like, perform but as like, so okay, here's a better example: uh, Miami. People wanted to buy into Miles Gaskin, but it's like if you're going to buy into Miles Gaskin, you have to also buy into everything else, right? Like if you just buy into the team and the system, like the Vikings, if you say. I know the Vikings are going to be a top five running back. Yeah, I, I might not be able to get myself Dalvin Cook, but if you're in the position to get Dalvin Cook, you have to prioritize getting Dal- uh, Alexander Madison. Like, you bought the Vikings. You didn't buy Dalvin Cook. You bought the Vikings. Right. You know what I mean? I don't know. And that's what I actually tried to do with my, my dynasty logic. But as a matter of fact, the, my most successful team this year was made up of three Dallas Cowboys and three Buffalo Bills. And that's what my starting lineup of my nine starters, I had six of them on two teams. Yeah. And that's what my most successful team was this year, was the big performing offenses. I know a lot of teams that were really, really uh, successful with Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Green having them on their team. That's like those offenses, those high-powered you know, passing offenses, you know, those wide receivers is where where you want to go to, don't shy away anymore from from having CD Lamb and Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup on the same team. Right. Because, well, the because it's a, it's effective. Well, While it, granted one of them was pretty much out through the entire season and only two of them were starting, well guess what? That was even more beneficial to you. Right. Because you can keep one on the bench. Uh my Red Dog team. Dak Prescott, CD Lamb, uh Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard, my Antoine League, Dak Prescott, Amari Cooper. And I have another cowboy somewhere in there, I think. But like that, it, 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 I don't know. That that is one thing I think next year we need to talk about more is like rank the teams and what tiers so, they fit into. Mm-hmm. So there was actually a week I, I just thought of this. It wasn't just the three cowboys, three bills. I had Josh Allen, uh, Stephon Diggs, Emmanuel Sanders starting, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, um, Zeke, and Tony Pollard. So there was. All, and I won that week handily. I had like 170 oh, yeah. points. I mean, like this week I'm starting Aaron Jones, MVS, Devontae Adams, and A-Rod in the league. Oh, yeah. And I'm fine with it. Yeah, like, you, I like feel confident. <laughs> I feel great with it. I mean, you saw whether they did. Oh, and AJ Dillon. Uh, did, did, did I say that? Dillon Cook scored again. Yeah, two touchdowns. Wow. Fucking beast. He had a, he had another uh, five six touchdown week last year, right? Um, I know this is only two right now, but what I'm saying was wasn't it in fantasy playoffs last year? Oh, no, I'm thinking of I, Alvin Kamara. I was gonna say yeah, I think it's Alvin, Kamara. Alvin Kamara, and it wasn't six. in fantasy. Uh, that was playoffs. fantasy finals. Oh, it was it was the finals. Excuse me. So I was like it was the last week of something. I was didn't mean last to get, week of fantasy. get sidetracked of what you were saying. The other reflection I'll just quickly mention. This was my own difficulty was what I've already mentioned, I feel like, on the podcast enough, was that I had a really stacked team, I felt, in one league, but it was a two-quarterback league. I completely fucked over the quarterbacks. 
I thought I could go ahead and trade away Dak and be fine with it. I wasn't. I'm now in last place, possibly going on stage for a comedy routine. So two quarterback leagues, do not underestimate it so, because it'll kick your ass. Oh, yeah. You you <laughs> need those two quarterbacks so bad. They're massive. Uh, just real quick because he, yep. he traded me, uh, Dak. Uh, I wouldn't want yeah, it was six Wilson after that. It was a terrible trade for both of us. Had you not made it, you would have gotten worse because oh, you a hundred percent because That's you why ended I up with Dak. Um, yeah, he traded me Jamison Williams, uh, Jameson James, Winston, James Winston, and DJ Moore for Dak. And Winston went out. The I was six and zero with the. I was six and zero, and then I, I went one and five after that trade. I was like, I'm oh, wow, there. really? How? And in my yeah. opinion, I was looking at that trade, going, "This is a no brainer. Why the hell would he offer this trade to me?" Come to find out, five weeks later, it matters a whole lot when your <laughs> your second quarterback is getting five to ten points. Yeah, yeah, which should be a good, not even your flex play. No, <laughs> it's very I know. Bad. Well, I was. I there was times that I was starting to running back over. Because it was it was a super flex, so yep. I, I would start running back over it. But all right, so Dallas is real quick. It, it's kind of just one player um, holding on to Mike Davis for for too long. I think not only him, but a lot of us, a lot of the fantasy community held on him because no one believed that the Patterson thing was real, even for the first like eight weeks. Like, all right, Patterson, you know, it's a one trick pony. Like, I get it. Like, it's cute. He's doing good. Mike Davis is the guy there. He wasn't. People held on Davis for a very long time. Still are like I still see him in leagues. Um, people playing him too because last week he got a touchdown. Great, but I mean, it's kind of bounces into my thing where don't don't hold on to the players that like that you love for too long. And I think a lot of us end up doing that. Um, I held on to Marquez. Callaway. I was gonna say. <laughs> Who Tom did that with Marcus Callaway, Julio Jones, Julio Jones, but Allen Robinson, well, rightfully so. Like the, those guys, you kind of have to. It's, it's the same thing with OBJ a couple years ago. You, they're proven, but guys like Marcus Callaway, guys like Marvin Jones, for me, uh, even Robbie Anderson. Um, where I does mean, Cortland Sutton fall there? Because <laughs> Cortland Sutton's with a Julio Jones. Okay. S. But like the guys that are that are on the fringe that you spent a lot of time in the, in the summer. To convince yourself and others to take these guys because they could be sleepers, and and you know the value you're going to get in the twelfth round from Marvin Jones is going to be a wide receiver three. Cut bait with them sooner than later because if not, you're missing out on guys like I'm trying to think like Cordero Patterson. Like you, yeah, like, like, <laughs> like, like, going back to that freaking. Wishing well, um, and, and I mean, just just guys that can actually give you points. Then starting a Marvin Jones again, you give you like six to seven when you want him to give you like fifteen, and then you just screw yourself over. Well, and it, it's tough for us too because we get in like this tunnel vision, right? Like, because I my thing with Marquez Callaway was he looked. I thought he was a good player going into preseason. He had a fantastic preseason. And then I don't know what happened in the regular season. He just disappeared. And I'm sitting there and I was like, no, no, no. Everything I've seen from Marquez Callaway's been right so far. Like, I'm, I, I can't be wrong on this guy. And I was wrong. And I was just, I had these blinders on. And I think it's, I think it's a lot more difficult for us because, like you said, like we kind of get almost like enamored with these well, guys. We like, do it for, we, we do all for, of this, right? From July, from uh, June to l- late August. And, you know, you, that to the point of, 
us talking about it, you feel like a cop out if you were to drop him because you go, I need to stick by my mm-hmm. take. Yeah. Yep. And that's what's and, hard. And then you burn yourself for four more weeks. Like, I mean, we're all, I'm, and it's not even just us as fantasy football players. I've noticed there's not a single person that is not prideful that it, it that at least looks at stats, looks to see who has the best lineups, does DraftKings weekly. You know, like it, they're all prideful. You know, screw the guy that forgets to set his lineup at the end of the year. But right, you you stand by your take, like mm-hmm. and you feel like a coward if you don't. And even when it's like, oh, Marvin Jones sucked this year, but it's not his fault. It's not <laughs> like his fault. At, at end of the day, if it's fault or not, it, does, mean, it to, doesn't. It doesn't matter. You I, you, you got to cut bait early hate, and get I out hate, of it. I hate to bring it up to you, but who's your sleeper this week? Mar- Marvin Jones. <laughs> Last week, <laughs> but I but I did say in my write up, it's more of like, hey, he's a very cheap DFS play. If you want to save some bucks, do it there. I don't advise you to to really like. Go out your way. Unless, like, you started Deshaun Jackson (laughs) in a leak last week. We know what Marvin Jones could do, and we saw what he could do earlier in the season. If there's a time to do it, it's against the the Titans. That's all I'm saying. Like, I'm not not picking him up this week and put him in there. No way. But if I have to, if I'm a team where, like, I can't take an 8 to 9 point floor and I need the 20 point floor, yeah, I'll toss him in there just in case because why not? Cut bait earlier, and then another thing is, I think we all we all do it, and someone in our league, Antoine Dicky, does it a lot. Don't get so overhyped on rookies coming into the NFL. It's going yeah. to kill you. I mean, there's been years where they do, where many of them do very well, but it takes them a long time. Like we saw. Even last year, I'm not saying you shouldn't judge JT, but JT took you know a long time, not a long time, but you know we, oh, well, there we, were there was week weeks 10 where we thought, like, do you JT, drop him? Yeah, like yeah. we were talking about, like can he even hold this guy? Yeah, he came out of the bye week. It was getting out touched by Marlon Mack. And do you remember that Jordan Wilkins? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was ridiculous. no, 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 no. Marlon yeah, Mack was it, Jordan Wilkins was out for the season. Yeah, because, yeah exactly. So worse, right? But again, like um. People are, are just like Trevor Lawrence was the one on one. Trey Lance was the one on three. Like 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 Trey Trey Lance and Fields, they can run the ball. That's great for fantasy. Like but like even Trevor Lawrence and like in drafts was going like before a guy like Tom Brady or, or Matt Stafford, like where you know what Tom Brady and Stafford are going to give you, where Lawrence, you want to give him people were like, Oh, this guy can give me like thirty points a game. One on one. Like there's people like Najee Harris, sure. Put him as a top fifteen, top twenty. He is the only one there. I get that. But even Javante Williams, like great game last week. Took him thirteen weeks. Yep. It took him a Melvin Gordon injury finally to 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 finally get you that game. I mean, he he wasn't bad, but he wasn't a RB twenty. I think it was like RB twenty two ADP that that he was going for and like even the waters like elijah moore took a very long time to get it nico collins has not done shit jamar chase different story right at the bat but like well, like even like, Devonte smith has been up and down smith waddle great now took took some time but like i'm saying guys that were three top 10 yeah like picks right. in the end of all draft that's different but like trey sermon michael carter took a very long michael time carter, yep. sermon didn't do anything which is still shocking 
and there's so, a there's a thing about cutting bait early to, to to fold into your other point too was i held on to trey sermon for like three weeks in well, in leagues that, that's very hard because it's that mindset plus the rookie they traded up to get him they're yeah. going to use him i don't care if he's a healthy scratch week one and then it kills you week five and it's like shit i i, I gotta drop him yeah no, I mean we can talk ourselves into all sorts of stuff. I I do find it funny, right? Because drafting the rookie, right? Like if 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 like a two quarterback league, Justin Fields is your third quarterback, or you know, I'm I'm okay with that. But if he if he has to fill a starting role in your in your on your team right away, it sucks. Uh, but you miss out on guys if you go and draft those rookies right like and that's that's another thing is then you end up holding on to him like a trey sermon and you miss the i'm still not sold i would have ever picked up quarter patterson but like but yeah. still, he's you, such well, a perfect you, example. No, no, you, you miss out you put on elijah mitchell you miss you out, miss on, out james on elijah mitchell yeah. james connor too that's james the Conner's perfect one. one is the trey sermon elijah mitchell because even elijah mitchell i don't think was claimed right away because he like on on week one while he had those nineteen rushes he still looked well I think I had seen and correct me if I'm wrong that he did sit there for a little bit longer you know maybe into week it's two, or two or whatever three. well it's because yeah. it's because like oh Sermon was a you know did something yeah the week so he was a scratch but I mean it was Mostert's out Mitchell had a great game because he's the only one there now right. Sermon comes in and I, and I had the same same mindset mm-hmm. I had Mitchell week two didn't start him. Go well. He's a backup now. You know, sermon's right. there. I mean, still weird, but and if the season started today, I think you'd crazy if you ever to pick up Trey Sermon and leave Elijah Mitchell out there because now you see now you see what they saw. Like he's yeah. he's the running back. You know, it's not. Yeah, yeah, and and it's I don't I don't know I I do in redraft I've feel like if I'm not blown away by a rookie, I'm not touching rookies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I've I've actually forced myself to not draft rookies. If I Jamar Chase, I think was the only rookie exception that I took this year. Um, but if you read our, makes our sense. if you if you read our breakouts, <laughs> you would know I was yeah. very I was very uh, bullish on him. Uh, all right, so that was our our little reflection thing. I mean, we'll probably end up doing that again if they if you know there's other thoughts that we have or something yeah. because I think those are like really right interesting now. conversations yeah. to have uh and, and a season's maybe is a better look of like all right shit i missed something out what like i also i would also do this or not do this kind of thing right well in and i know definitely one of the things that i want to do is start looking at teams team plays and how they ran past and, and all that stuff um so i'm hoping that in the off season i can kind of get into some of that stuff and uh, it's great because you know we're People that you know look at fantasy every single day of our lives, and even every season, we look back like, all right, now we have to do this. And like, there's more things that we have to think of and do every off season. Not, it's not like, all right, this guy is good. We're gonna do best play this. Like, no, and you're right. Like that, it's. And one thing, real quick, the NFL, like, there's so many like backfields that have two running backs, like in preseason, like. Kareem Hunt was ranked like RB twenty eight because just because he was a backup to Nick, Nick Chubb. Chubb. Yeah, you're going to see it even next year. It's going to be like a very few teams that have one bell cow, and it's going to be a lot of teams where you can start both running backs in the same team. 
Green Bay, Dylan Jones. You can start him right now on the same team. You're probably going to do it in the next three years. Zeke Pollard. Yep. Yeah. Even, I mean, at some point, it might be the Vikings. Like, Madison's a good player. If you switch up the game plan for a 50-50 split, it's probably going to work. Uh, yeah, and I mean, if you're a Javante Williams guy, I'm sorry to tell you, if if you think the Broncos are just cutting bait with Melvin Gordon, like, or Melvin even if Gordon's they do, been fantastic. Same thing with Chase Edmonds and, and James Conner. Mm-hmm. And, and even if one of well, them flips it. The Patriots, Damien. Like, like, that's Damien a complete 50 feet slip right there. Yeah, and I was going to say, even if, if one of those running backs were to leave, they're bringing another one in. Right. They're not. It's That's the philosophy. It's yep. not. Devontae Booker will always be in the league. <laughs> you know? Yes, he, Royce Freeman will always be in the league. Rashad Penny yeah. will always be He goes be to the right league. spots every year. A team that needs that RB2. Yeah. He's so smart yeah. doing that. I mean, and look at, you know, uh, even, even to the point of uh, Jonathan Taylor. So Jonathan Taylor, you know, I've said this a couple times. Like, yeah, he probably gets a majority of the carries, but he's not on the field all that much. Like, in in reality, to a to an entire game script, he's not on the field all the time. I mean, Naheem Hines is still involved. Like, yeah. So, yeah, I, I totally agree with that, uh, which it will be interesting to find out, like, looking at some of that stuff. So, okay. What was that? Podcast 180? Is that what I said at the, top of, yeah. the, the top of the thing? Okay, well, that's good. Um, I know you did an article. You did a Thursday night article, checked out, but you Do also you know, did the so stu- far, so studs and duds. <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah, it's 23 to nothing going into the second half. What a joke. What a joke the Steelers I did, I are. I did pick the Steelers to win just because Vikings lost to the Lions last week. I don't know. I mean, and you know what? This it's is Thursday. The, this is the Vikings being <laughs> Who knows? super pissed off. And this is why they're playing mm-hmm. like this is because they lost to the Lions. Yeah, they well, also have Devlin Cook back, so that's huge. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, uh, but even if Madison's there, I think it, Madison did fine thing. last week. Yeah, he, he did, he did it was a one hundred yards. All right, let's call it a podcast. Let's call it pod. Let's call it pod. Uh, full start and sit article will be up on the website uh, tomorrow. Topshelfantasy.com. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Topshelffntsy. Top shelf fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay loose.